All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday. It's March the 29th of 2021. Kelly is representing the natural state on her shirt today. Yeah, I mean, yep. You're trying to... (laughs) I was trying to read it, and I was like, oh, yeah, it says Arkansas. (laughs) What am I wearing? (laughs) We've all had Mondays like that. Uh, I I survived the weekend. Just a heads up, if you're hearing me today, you know that I'm alive after my first hunting experience. (laughs) It's not Brandon's ghost. No, I made it, and uh, I'm a fan. We'll get into that as we go throughout the show this morning as I kind of wake up. Um, But I had a bunch of fun. Got to shoot some guns. <laughs> I feel very much like... I enjoyed uh, uh, going through your pictures. I'm a country boy. I didn't even show you everything. Because uh, some of it was pretty cool, right? Like, I got to go out there, and it was the total one of these things is not like the other. And I didn't get to say this on the air Friday because I didn't know if I was allowed to. But my hunting trip was myself, morning radio guy, former wrestler, <laughs> and the chancellor of Arkansas State University, who is like the top dog on campus... The new athletic director, who most people haven't even had the chance to meet yet, and the former quarterback, who's the running back coach, Ryan Applin. Like, completely, I didn't fit. I thought maybe Kelly Danfuss accidentally sent the text to the wrong person. (laughs) The wrong Brandon. Yeah, like, it wasn't meant for me, (laughs) but I still showed up. And he's like, son of a gun, he is here. But uh, we got to go out to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge, which was a lot of fun. So, we'll recap that and. Some kind of awkward stories and my failures and stuff like that, because of course there's going to be those, yes. because that's how my life works. Uh, again, today is Monday, March the 29th. Today is National Mom and Pop Business Day. Yes. So we'll celebrate the people who own their own businesses, not a part of a chain. Yep. Which includes Kelly and her husband, Joey. Joey Perry Martial Arts and the Comic Ninja. Yeah. Not of- an easy job for mom and pop shops. No, it's a lot. Yeah. When you keep adding more jobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, the pandemic has made people have to work even uh, right, harder, right? Yep. Also, today is uh, World Piano Day. So we'll celebrate some of our favorite pianists out there. Uh, I'm a big fan of people who can play the piano. We had a piano in my Nana's house at one point. Uh, she had this apartment when, when she uh, had an apartment in Plano, Texas. It was a pretty small apartment. And my grandmother was very much uh, one of those people who was like a pack rat. She kept everything. So in her little dining room, we had this gigantic table for eight and a piano and an end table. And literally, you basically had to crawl over things Uh to get around her apartment to get to stuff. Yeah. Uh, But I remember her trying to play the piano. And of course, then I wanted to play the piano. Yeah. uh, And I had no idea what to do. And they tried to teach me that thing where you roll your fist. Yep. Was never talented enough to figure that out. But we could celebrate some of the greatest pianists if you want to. (laughs) Sure, I'd love to. Like Elton John. Seems to me you live your life like a candle in the wind. Very famous pianist. Never knowing who to claim to when the rain's in. Another one, this guy's a a big guy too, John Legend. All of you love your curves and all your edges, all your perfect imperfections. And of course, if you're talking about the piano, you got to talk about Billy Joel as well. Sing us a song, you piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Sounding piano there. Uh, it's a harmonica, buddy. Huh? That too. <laughs> Billy Joel, World Piano Day on BBITM. Now, John at the bar is a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. He gets me my drinks for free. And he's quick with a joke or to light up your smoke. But there's some place that he'd rather be. Piano Day. So, there you go. Kelly, if you know any, uh, any more big pianists out there, we can always uh, go ahead and play yeah. those this morning as we go throughout the show. Hey, thanks for getting up and starting Monday with us. We appreciate that. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2005. 
And Craig Morgan had the number one song in country music on this day. Sweet Miss Betty likes to sing off key in the pew behind me. That's what I love about Sunday. I sing along as the choir sways. Every verse of amazing grace. And then we shake the preacher's hand. Go home into your blue jeans. Have some chicken and some baked beans. Pick a backyard football team. Not do much of anything. That's what I love about Sunday. I stroll to the end of the drive. Pick up the Sunday Times. Grab a coffee cup. Looks like Sally and Rod Finally tied the knot Well, it's about time It's 35 cents off a ground round Baby, cut that coupon out what I love about Sunday Catnapping on the porch swing You curled up next to me The smell of jasmine wakes us up Take a walk down a back road Tackle box and a cane pole Carve our names in that white oak Still a kiss as the sun fades That's what I love about Sunday The song was number one 16 years ago today. It's Craig Morgan. That's what I love about Sunday. Yes, some Arkansas ties and Jonesboro ties. New believers getting baptized. Mama's hands raised up high Having a hallelujah good time A smile on everybody's face That's what I love about Sunday Oh yeah One more time That's what I love about Sunday Craig Morgan, that's what I love about Sunday. It was number one on this day in 2005. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Thanks for having us on. Welcome to Monday, y'all. We appreciate you listening to us. And as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Justin Bieber. So he's been busy promoting his latest album, Justice. And in a recent interview, he mentioned that he was thinking about getting another tattoo in honor, in, in honor of his latest single, Peaches. This is what Peaches sounds like. Yeah, and I'll be right here with you too. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my from California. Well, he did it. Over the weekend, Justin shared an Instagram photo of himself getting a peach tattoo on his neck. Now, not the color peach, like an actual Georgia peach, like the fruit, yeah. a peach about on his neck. So Justin captioned the photo with a peach and a pencil emoji tagging his tattoo artist, Dr. Wu. What's funny, Justin's mom, uh, even though he's 26 years old and married, she had some things to say about his latest tattoo. She simply commented, don't you have enough yet? Yeah. With like a funny emoji, like, ugh. Sure, you know? I get it. Uh, but anyway, Justin Bieber adds a peach to his tattoo collection. Sitting here thinking about, you know, what kind of tattoo I could get, like yeah. a fruit or a vegetable. Maybe an eggplant would be good. You know what? I think that would be a great one to get. You go ahead and, and make that appointment. All right, gotcha gossip on Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. They're a big celebrity couple right now. A lot of people are like, wait a minute, where did this come from? But evidently, he's kind of been a part of the circle for a while. So Travis Barker is probably best known for being in the band Blink-182. So Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian are together, and they were spotted out over the weekend on a big double date with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Hmm. They were at the UFC event over the weekend. A lot of people were like, oh, wow, they're all hanging out together. But the truth is, is Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly have collaborated in the past on music. So it wasn't as shocking as it might have seemed when you just opened it up and saw the pictures. Got you gossip on Jason Derulo. 
You hate it when I do that. <laughs> yes, I do. You know Jason from this song right here. Savage love. Did somebody, did somebody break your Yeah, Derulo has a bunch of them. Talk dirty to me. That one. How about Wiggle? Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle. This one's big, too. You know what? There you go. What you got? Big congratulations goes out to goes out to Jason. He's going to be a dad. He and his girlfriend Jenna Frooms announced that they are expecting their first child together. So he said he couldn't be more excited. He had posted an he posted an announcement video along with an image of his hand on her baby bump at the beach. But she's super super pretty. No, she's really pretty. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations yeah. to Jason Derulo. There were some babies born over the weekend as well. So. Let's do some congratulations. Congratulations is in order to Emma Stone, who welcomed a baby over the weekend. Also, Bindi Irwin, who is the daughter of the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin. Uh, She welcomed a baby over the weekend as well. Her name is Grace Warrior, which I think is pretty cool. She said the Warrior middle name comes as a tribute to her dad and his legacy because he was the ultimate incredible wildlife warrior. Mm. So that's pretty sweet. And Hillary Duff also shared photos over the weekend of her at home with her home birth of her child. She had the baby in the bathtub. Yes. So there you go. I know people who have set out to do that and some people who have done that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, you are strong mm-hmm. to be able to do that. But of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading an article this morning in the Angry Times, which is... Uh, for a lot of couples out there, married couples, they read that a lot. Is that something that you and your wife uh, subscribe to? Yeah, you know, <laughs> always helps us. The angry times. Yeah, so a new study at the Oregon State University has found that if you go to bed angry, it really is bad for you. You know, we've heard that. Don't yeah. ever go mm-hmm. to bed mad, just in case. You never know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. But they say that physically there is something to that as well. The researchers have found that when couples uh, basically talk out their arguments before they go to bed, they sleep better and the next day is much less stressful. They say the stress, if you go to bed mad, adds up over time. And that's not good. My husband has no problems going to sleep if we're in an argument. He does. And it it just makes me more mad because I'm the person like he's asleep snoring Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there fuming like I cannot believe he could sleep right now. I'm so mad. Yeah. And see, that's where (laughs) that's where we're, we're so much kind of funny because my wife can go to bed mad. Like, she can go to bed mad and hold on to the grudge and wake up and still have the same grudge. Ooh. Whereas for me, I'm like, let's just fix it because I was taught as a kid never to go to bed angry. Yeah. But let me give you some advice here if you're a guy. Maybe you're a new guy in a relationship, right? And you're just getting married or something like that. Whenever you say, hey, let's just talk it out as the guy, a lot of times she views that as weakness. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just like, oh, I'm mad at you and I'm going to stay mad for days. Let's just talk it out, honey. Right. No, because some some of us, sometimes we we might need to have a little bit of a moment to fight just to kind of get it out of our system. And if you don't fight back, yeah. we're like, what is happening? Right. That makes it worse. Sometimes. I'm telling you, if I don't argue back and if I talk in a tone, like if my wife's kind of mad and she's rah, 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 then I'm like, let's say it's going to be fine. There's no sense in being so mad about this. Because what you're doing is you're, you know what you're doing because you're smiling and nodding at me. What I'm doing is telling the truth, which is there's no need to be all this upset and riled up about it because guess what? It's all going to be over and it's all going to be just fine. But as a guy, when you say that to the girl who is mad, that is never a good thing. Guys, you've got to validate why she's mad. You have to say, okay, I understand why you are feeling this way. And then you move on. Okay. But let me ask you this because we had one of these little situations over the weekend. Can I, can I give a full disclosure? Yeah, at 634. So she's asleep. Yeah, she is. (laughs) You nailed that one. If I were to say, I understand why you feel that way, but let me explain my point of view. Why does that never go over well? Why do I have to hear her point of view, but she never has to hear mine? Maybe when you say, listen to my point of art, you listened, you need to let it marinate a little bit. Maybe if I say, I just don't think we see it the same way. Is that bad? Let's agree to disagree. Let's, <laughs> or if I say, hey, you're just making a big deal out of uh, nothing. Don't ever, <laughs> ever say that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
So sometimes I look at the job that we have and I'm like, man, we are blessed to have this job. Yeah. Like we get to do some pretty cool mm-hmm. stuff and we get to make a living playing music and being dumb on the radio. Then we get to go home. One of us gets to stay home. <laughs> Not me. The other one goes to a couple more jobs. Uh, but here's the thing I was reading this morning and it made me think I need to go to our boss and tell him that we are underpaid. Okay. For the amount of effort that we put through, for the quality that we put out, for the amount of just sheer volume of content that we provide, I believe we are underpaid. Okay. And the reason I think this is because this morning I was reading the Swimsuit Times. And in the Swimsuit Times, I found out that there are lifeguards in Los Angeles that are earning almost $400,000. No, that is not true. True. But in your mind, you're thinking of Pamela Anderson running around in a in a one piece red suit for four hundred thousand. Right? I, I did not say that at all, and uh-huh. I wasn't even thinking. That. <laughs> oh, oh, why do I know you do well? <laughs> no, but I'm like, wait a minute. What a dream job to be on the beach all day, and all you got to do is go out there if somebody gets in trouble. <laughs> I had this dream of being a lifeguard at one point. <laughs> Like there's nothing but endless girls in bathing suits out there. Those people stand in the darkness. 400,000 bucks. Afraid to step into the lights. Some people need to help somebody when the air just surrenders. Aren't you scared of the ocean? Don't you worry. Well, somebody else do the saving. I'll sit there. <laughs> Can I tell you? Let me just give you some numbers here, okay? So there's a couple lifeguards who are making almost 400000 There are a number of them making 300000 And 82 lifeguards who work right there in Los Angeles who are making more than $200,000 a year. Oh, my goodness. What the heck? What is happening? I mean, is that not the best job? Because I always thought when I was younger, right? Like, you would see the lifeguards at the city pool. Mm-hmm. I And, did like, that. if you're a, yeah, you thought that was a cool job. You had to. Yeah. You're trying to deny it. But that was a cool job at the time, it right? It was, yeah. Because I I look at that. Like if I were to go to one of the water parks or I were to go to the city pool and there's a lifeguard up there and, you know, young person. They've getting, got a whistle all to themselves. And they have one of those boards and they can save people. And if you cross the line or go underneath the little gimmick, the rope gimmick. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah, they get on to you. And they really, I mean, how many lives are they having to save at a city pool? Well, yeah. It's but more again, like, hey, stop. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. But I thought that was always the coolest job to have. Always, I never had it. There's always time for you to, I mean, the summer's coming up. I'm sure there's some people around here that would let you lifeguard. Can you imagine <laughs> me sitting up there as a lifeguard at this age? You would just blow the whistle just to blow the whistle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I was looking at that like, oh my gosh, wow. 400000 bucks, 300000 bucks, 200000 bucks to be a lifeguard. That's not a bad gig. And somewhere, Kelly, we went very, very wrong. (laughs) I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So these two guys are both in jail because they're too good at being waiters. Listen to this. Jacob and Robert, they're both waiters who do the graveyard shift at a Denny's in Bryant, Arkansas. Oh, no, no. We have have a deal about (laughs) relatively local stuff, but you got to be careful here. Well, well, they both had a table waiting on a plate of chicken tenders. Well, the cooks put out one plate and Jacob and Robert got into a fight over whose table was going to get it. Eventually, they started throwing punches and the police came. Well, when the police ran their IDs, they found out both guys had a lot of outstanding warrants. So both guys were arrested for battery, and oh. now they're going to be facing other charges, too. Oh, Speaking of eating at Denny's, Mary Poppins went to a restaurant, and she ordered cheese, eggs, and cauliflower. And when she left, she had written something in the complaint box. Oh, what did she write? Super cauliflower, eggs, but cheese was quite atrocious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you hate it. Oh, and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Monday. I survived my first hunt over the weekend. <laughs> Everybody you were with survived their hunt with you. Yeah, there was a little concern about that as well. If you haven't seen my social stuff, I was able to go out to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge with some buddies from Arkansas State. And uh, that's actually up if you want to check out the photos and even see me shoot because I was shooting. I was shooting skeet uh, on my Instagram. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. Facebook, it's Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. You mentioned Denny's a few minutes ago. Yeah. The story from Bryant, Arkansas. Yes. Uh, I have a Denny's story from Dallas. Mm-hmm. I did a wrestling show at the Sportatorium in Dallas, downtown Dallas. Not exactly uh, the safest area in downtown Dallas. <laughs> uh, and after that, we went to the Denny's, which is a number of uh, probably a couple miles down the road. And the Denny's was robbed while I was in there. What? Yeah, it happened. It was, this is probably like 92. Denny's was robbed while I was sitting there with my back to the door. So to this day, my back's never to the door. <laughs> my husband does that too. Uh-uh. I'm going to know what's mm-hmm. up. I want to know what's up. Not that I'm going to do anything, but I'll be the first one to hide. <laughs> You'll be the first one under the table. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> because what happened, and I'll never forget the visual. I can still picture it. We had this end table, uh, and this car pulled in. And this is probably like, I don't know, 11 or 12 o'clock at night, right? This car pulls in and we see the headlights that basically stay shining right on our table. It was me and a bunch of the other wrestling guys. And then the next thing we know, we hear, oh my gosh, we've been robbed. So we were all laughing and telling our stories when somebody came in, boom, 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 got the thing. That car left and we heard they were robbed. Y'all could have, a bunch of big wrestlers, y'all could have helped. Yeah. I wasn't big at that time, so I wasn't going to do that. Uh, So over the weekend, I did my hunting deal. You did a trip to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yeah, we had a big martial arts tournament. How was that? It was good. You know, of course, you have the whole socially distanced CDC rules, all that going on. So it's as good as they can be with all of that going on. But it was good. So one of the things that that I knew was about to happen, and I wanted to double check on this, was uh, there's a very popular person who shows up at these martial arts tournaments. A very famous name that pops up at the tournaments when you guys go and do these. There from, is from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh yes, and I couldn't wait, and I didn't, I didn't get to take her picture, but we had a girl sign up for the tournament, and her name. Are you ready for this? No, I love it. I, I could not wait, and when she told me her name, my mouth dropped, and I was like, "Where is your mom? I need to see your mom and hug her." Her name, Brandon Daisy Duke. I love that. A hundred percent. First and last name, Daisy Duke. If your last name is Duke and you haven't named your daughter Daisy, you have missed you, the boat. <laughs> and basically, if you have boys, they have to be Bo or Luke. And here's the thing. She was super cute, too. So whenever she came up to you know do her registration, and she had her mask on. Yeah. So whenever she said, Daisy Duke, I was like, I, I'm sorry, could you lower your mask so I can see your mouth? And she said, Daisy Duke. And I just was like, oh, my goodness. Where's your mom? This is the cutest thing. And so... She was like, yeah, we're big fans. So how old is Daisy Duke? I think she's 11. Does Daisy Duke know Daisy Duke? Yes. Her her parents have uh, definitely, I would say, um, taught her who who Daisy Duke is. They've Duke boised her? Oh, yeah. I used to love this show. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Of course, I was asking if she had brothers, Bo and Luke. Did she? Cousins, no. Oh, she didn't. I was like, it'd be great if y'all had brothers. If she has an Uncle Jesse. Right. Oh, that would be Or if there's anybody in the fam, uh, the family named Boss Hog or Cooter, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Yeah. Flash. Those are pretty normal names. Yeah. Roscoe's a good name. So you and your husband, though, going to Hot mm-hmm. Springs, y'all didn't travel together. You traveled separately. We traveled separately because he had you to take a peace. big U-Haul. Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> you wanted peace and quiet. It is nice when, when we're getting ready for a big tournament, though, he's constantly on the phone, you know, yeah. and, and making arrangements and finding stuff out. So it is nice to kind of be in the car and listen to anything I want. Like what kind of stuff were you listening to over the You're going to make fun of me. What was it? Okay, one of the first ones I listened to that I, I loved and sang so loud was this song right here. I was on the porch with Sean and <laughs> down to my toes and we, we were swinging. swinging. It reminds me of my childhood. Yes, we were swinging. Well, my parents listened to. That's a good one. And also, it was John Michael Montgomery's birthday last week, and yeah. I was like, I've got to celebrate him. He has so many good ones, so I had to play some John Michael Montgomery. Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'll give anything to make you mine all mine. I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call. Yeah, I've never seen anyone looking so fine. Man, I gotta have her. She's a one of a kind. Oh, 
I'm going once, I'm going twice, I'm sold to the lady in the second row. She's a mate, she's a man, she's a tin, I know. She got a ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. So you had a, a pretty good time listening to your old school country stuff. Huh? Oh yeah, and I mean, what's a road trip without Travis Tritt? And it's a great day. I think I would have enjoyed the trip with you if you were doing this kind of music. It was pretty fun, and of course, you've got to play some Garth. Because you can play anything you want when you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. I think drops separately everywhere we go. <laughs> Think I'll slip on down to the oasis, so I've got friends in low places. Sounds like a big weekend. You made it back home. Made it. It was a long weekend, but uh, we made it. I went hunting, and she went to do some karate. How's your black belt thing go? Leave me alone. No, you already know how it's going. When you first got here, you were telling us you were about to be a black belt, <laughs> and that was back in 2015. Well, thanks for bringing it up because it's the same. Oh, you haven't progressed any? No, I haven't been training, Brandon. Slow program. Everybody was going Except Kelly. Leave me alone. I can still kick yours. Hang on now. We can't talk like that on this radio program. Welcome to Monday, guys. Our job is to get you up, play the music you love, hopefully make you smile a little bit as well. Give you the info you need. That's what we do every morning right here. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Monday, March the 29th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Mark Shastine, who celebrates a birthday today. Lindley Cook is turning 10 from Truman. It's pretty sweet. It says, we love you so much from Mom, Dad, Boog, and Braxton. Mallory Whitlow of Black Rock is turning 11. We have Leah Reeves celebrating a birthday today. Noah Childers of Brooklyn is turning 11. Bailey Walls, happy birthday. Deborah Swink from Wynn. Kay Oxford has a birthday today. We have Carrie Cook Sincrack of Wynn celebrating as well. Carrie Grissom of Stuttgart. Jamie Tanksley of Carlisle. Bailey Mall has a birthday today. And a special happy birthday goes out to Julie Diaz Sylvester, who celebrates today as well. Happy birthday, Julie. Happy birthday. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Cowboy Donald Cerrone is 38 today, UFC fighter. Yep. Megan Hilty is 40. That's Catherine McPhee's blonde competition Ivy on on the show Smash. Laura Logan is 50, former CBS News and 60 Minutes correspondent. Lucy Lawless is 53 today. Of course, that's Xena, the warrior princess. Elle McPherson is 57 today, supermodel. She was also featured on Friends at one point. Do you remember that? Joey's girlfriend, right? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I can't remember. She also had the nickname. Do you know what her nickname was when she was a supermodel? Was it The Body? It was The Body. Okay. The Body, Elle McPherson, celebrating her birthday today. And then happy birthday today to John Popper, who's 54, and you know him from Blues Traveler. Happy birthday to John Popper of Blues Traveler. Oh, 
when all it does is slow me down. Give me the ear on this one. But a great many things. But a Like a nervous magician waiting in the wings. A bad play where the heroes are right. Nobody thinks or expects too much. Hollywood's calling for the movie rights. Singing, baby, let's keep in touch. Hey, baby, let's keep in touch. How do we still know this? Birthday goes out to my good friend John Popper of Blues Traveler, who turns 54 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Monday morning has arrived. We are here. You are here. We're one big, happy, dysfunctional family as a lot of people head back from spring break. Welcome back. We've been here all week. Good morning. How about that? <laughs> and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, so a bunch of new music coming at you here. We have Luke Combs, who is teasing songs off of his third studio album. Uh, And he's given us a sneak peek at a song called See Me Now. New stuff from Luke Combs, your sneak peek on BBIT. Wonder what you think about that If you walked in Pulled up a chair in the kitchen Pulled a little something Wasn't sipping And said tell me about All the things that I've been missing We'd be trashing The price of gas and politicians Luke Combs and a tease of a song off of his upcoming album. You can check out that full song today on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. Eric Church has a new song out. It's the last track he's going to share off of his upcoming album series, Heart and Soul, until it comes out. And this is a really fun song. It's called Break It Kind of Guy. Here's Eric Church. If it's not broke, I'm a break it kind of guy. About that. Hold up on road and the streets in this town. I got a bucket full of paint left and a match to burn. Again, it's Break It Kind of Guy, Eric Church. And if, well, if you want to listen to the full song, we have it up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. All right, so Thomas Rhett has had another song in country music that was number one. His, what was it, like his 17th number one mm-hmm. with this song? Everybody got a small town anthem. Everybody got a story to tell. Everybody got a Everybody Big song for Thomas Rhett. So he's getting set to release uh, a double album. It's called Country Again, and Side A comes out in April. And to celebrate Side A, Thomas Rhett has scheduled a live stream event, a live stream concert, where you can go and listen to him preview so many songs off of the new album. Here's Thomas Rhett. Live in 2019, you probably saw me in an arena with pyro, cryo, and a little bit of confetti. If you saw me perform live in the last 12 months... You probably saw me playing the guitar in front of these amazing curtains. <laughs> um, apparently, all live virtual experiences do not have to be in front of plaid curtains. We're excited to announce uh, that we're going to do something very, very special for y'all on April the 30th, the day that Country Again Side A comes out. Um, we're going to get the band together. We're going to play you a lot of the new music from this uh, this upcoming album. 
Uh, so make sure you get your tickets at www.thomasrett.theeps.com. It's going to be really fun, and we can't wait to see you all there. Again, the date is April the 30th, 7 p.m. You can go and uh, get that link on our blog today if you want to. Tickets are 15 bucks. Get one ticket. Everybody can watch. Again, go to the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog to find out more about that. Carrie Underwood has been celebrating the release of her new gospel album, My Savior, and she's performed. she forgot to perform twice on the Today Show. Uh, Brandon, I don't know if you have seen the performance yet, but she looked and sounded amazing. She did two different performances. Now, on this album, it's called My Savior. She basically does 10 different um, hymns, probably the, the 10 most popular ones. Yeah. So a lot of you that have listened to that since you were little, this is going to uh, remind you of that. The first one she did was Victory in Jesus. She can pretty much sing anything in days. Right. And then the second one she did was Just As I Am. As I am, no tossed about with many a conflict, many a doubt, fighting and fears within, without a lamb of God, I come, I come. It's Carrie Underwood. The gospel's called My Savior. We also have those two performances up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is March the 29th, and today in Pop Culture in 1980, Conway Twitty was number one on the country singles chart with this song right here. Lay it down and softly whisper pretty love words in your ear. Lay it down and tell you all the things a woman wants to hear. I'll let you know how much it means just having you around. Oh, darling, how I'd love to lay you down. It's 1980. Today in pop culture in 1982, Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney teamed up to release this song. That song is out today on World Piano Day. Shout out to all of our pianists out there. Uh, today in pop culture in 1987, Hulk Hogan wrestled Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3. It was the body slam heard around the world. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Today in Pop Culture 2005, Weezer released this song. Also, Today in Pop Culture in 2005, Mariah Carey put out this one. Today in Pop Culture in 2007, Rihanna put out this song. Still doing pop radio. You can stand under my umbrella. Today, pop culture in 2011, Sarah Evans was number one on the country chart with her album Stronger. On that album was this song. Get a little bit And today, in pop culture in 2020, the country world lost a country legend and a guy that we had the chance to actually talk to who was really Mm -hmm. super nice. Joe Diffie passed away last year on this day at the age of 61 due to complications from COVID-19. And while he's no longer with us, he left behind some songs that 
will remember forever. They got a love bigger than the Beatles, wild and free like a rolling star. So many big songs from Joe Diffie. They got a Friday night, get right honky tonk attitude. How about some Joe Diffie? Flagged me down and climbed up in the cab and said, I, I never knew you were a pickup man. You can set my truck Beside the jukebox if I die Joe Diffie I'm gonna find me a new way to light up an old flame Lots of big hits right there If the devil danced in empty pockets He'd have a ball in mind Cause and effect Chain of events All of the chaos makes perfect sense When you're spinning round Things coming down Welcome to Earth, Earth, Rock from the Sun. Joe Diffie, probably best known for this one. In on a hot summer night, he wrote Billy Bob Love, Charlene. Letters three foot high, and the whole town said that he should have used red, but it looked good to Charlene. Joe Diffie passed away last year at the age of 61. Today is March 29th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here I am today, a new man, a reformed man, and I am glad you guys are allowing me to be a part of your day today. Reformed. Yeah, because for many of you who have uh, been like, I didn't didn't even realize he was a a country guy, right? Right. Because I did pop radio forever. I was born in Texas. Yeah. I had cowboy boots. So my first big purchases ever Mm -hmm. was snakeskin cowboy boots. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who are like, oh my gosh, why does he wear bronzer? Oh my gosh. Why does he use cover up on his pimples? Why does he cry so much? Why does he admit it? Is he not manly enough? Here I am today, mark this day down, March the 29th of 2021. It's a big day. Where I officially, on the radio, claim my man card. Because I am officially a hunter. Hunting, fishing, <laughs> loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. me. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. So I had the chance to go out to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge, which I've heard about forever, right? I've heard this place is so amazing, and I have a bunch of buddies who hunt, and uh, after my hunt, I was bragging to all of them that I finally went hunting. (laughs) I was sending them photos of my hunt, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I was like, I want them all to know I've finally done Uh something manly. Yeah. I was really proud of myself. Mm -hmm. So here's how the kind of the story, and we talked a little bit about this on Friday. I was invited to go hunting uh, by somebody who I was like, wow, that's pretty cool that he would think of me. And then I started to think, number one, I bet he accidentally sent this text to the wrong person. And then I said I would go. Right. And then he was like, oh, man, that is the wrong guy. Wrong Brandon. Because like the whole deal of one of these things is not like the other. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was the athletic. uh, Actually, it was the chancellor of Arkansas State, Kelly Danfus, Mm -hmm. who I got the text from initially. Right. He is like the top dog. He is the boss of the uh, the campus in northeast Arkansas. Not to mention the selfie king. Yeah, so he's awesome, right? And we've been buddies and talked to each other, but we've never had the chance to hang. And we had the chance to hang this past weekend. So I tell uh, Dr. Damphus, I would love to go and hunt with him. And he didn't respond for about three hours. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He was trying to figure a way to cancel the trip. And then he tells me I'm going to go hunting with the new athletics director, Tom Bowen, who I'd never met before. And Ryan Applin, who was like the legendary quarterback uh, for the Red Wolves and then has uh, come back to be the running backs coach. So for all of our dear listeners, when you knew that those were the four people going or the three people going, what went through your head? This is an accident. And then number two, I'm being set up like the football team and the athletics program and the university is going to have me out there blindfolded and they're going to make fun of me. And that's what it was going to be like snipe hunting. Well, your wife and I kind of had a bet going. We, we kind of thought that they, it might've, maybe they were going to do something to you. Like get me. (laughs) Something. There were two thoughts, two trains of thought because everybody thought it was an accident. Number one, that I wasn't there for anything other than number one, to be the joke of the deal, the comic relief or number two, I was going to get a job offer. 
Those yeah. were the two things I heard. Right. There was no, oh, they just want to hang out with you. <laughs> that was I never. Mean, sure, you're a fun guy. Sure, they wanted to hang out with you. So here we go. We're about to go out to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge, and we're going to arrive at the Chancellor's house. So I am talking myself up on the way there. And I'm like, I want to get there before the other guys. That way, at least I have the chance to to buddy up with the chancellor and can welcome the other guys. Well, guess what happens? They're there first, Kelly. Oh, man. And they're all talking. And I have to get out of my car and walk, I don't know, 30 yards up to the front while they're all looking at me. And it was the longest 30 yards of your life, wasn't it? But you would have been so proud because in this very moment, I'm not sure if it was because I was tired or what. I actually, for the first time in my life, played it cool. Like I belonged there. And then I was really proud of myself <laughs> because I was like, wait a minute, I'm acting like I fit. But what makes you think that you are belonging? We started talking about sports. <laughs> but I don't Football. know. No, but how long? I would have needed to be there to hear what you said, if you were fitting in or not. I was kind of doing a little bit of my jokey stuff I do. Oh, no. You know, I did this. Because yeah. they, they kind of wanted a little bio I'd never met. Tom Bowen before and I hadn't talked to Applin in a couple of years. So I played it cool. Uh, we get out there to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge and I'm like, this place is fantastic. And then he's talking about, he looks directly at me because I guess Stan Jones thought out of all the guys here, the one who looks <laughs> the least like a hunter is the bald guy. And he said, now, Brandon, you got to take these guns really seriously. He said, because if something ever happened and one of those bullets would uh, were to get you, you would die on the spot. And I'm like, son <laughs> of a gun, Stan Jones, don't tell me that. Does he know that you're kind of um, nervous about everything? I wasn't worried about me. I was worried about the other guys oh. because I heard that Tom Bowen had never even held a gun before. Oh. Right. And he's going to be out there with us. And I'm like, oh, this could be a disaster. Yeah. So uh, Stan Jones takes us out and he's like, I want you guys to practice by shooting skeet. And that was intimidating because it wasn't like we're all out in the field and we're just taking shots and nobody knows if I hit or miss. I'm out there by myself and I have to start shooting. (laughs) So it starts off. I can't remember who went first. It might have been the chancellor and bang. He gets a couple. Ryan Applin, who has this great hand eye coordination. He was a quarterback. Yeah. He's picking off every single one of them. Pinpoint accuracy. Three for three right off the bat. I wanted to hide under the deck. Because I knew what was about to happen. <laughs> Kelly, I got up there. I went three for three as well. Mm-hmm. Missed all three of them. <laughs> and what were you saying? Oh, that's kind of, I didn't want to cuss because right. I didn't know if I could cuss there. Yeah. You didn't know if you could cuss in front of all the other adults. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, son of a gun. And I'm over here going, I have to figure this out. So finally, I got a little bit better, and I hit a couple of the skeet, and all of a sudden, I'm happy. They give me my orange hat. You didn't sing the song, did you? What's that? Oh, skeet, skeet, yeah, skeet. No, please. I didn't do that. Okay, good. I was trying to be cooler than that. So we get out there, and we're hunting pheasants, these pheasant dogs. And uh, I'm out there like, oh, great. I'm going to get me some pheasants, right? And the dogs are chasing the pheasants up, and we're trying to pick off the pheasants. And then all of a sudden, boom, one goes down. And I'm like, what? First pheasant. And I feel like I am the king of the world. I am Leonardo DiCaprio on the edge of the boat. Yes. Right? My arms are up like this. Stan Jones picks up the pheasant and he says, here, put this in my vest. And he's handing me a bird. And I'm like, what? He's like, just put it in my vest. So I'm like, where do I touch this bird? It's almost like me the first time I went fishing. So I grab it by the foot. And I'm holding this bird, this heavy bird by its foot, trying to fish it into the back of his jacket. And I'm doing it over and over again, basically just rubbing his back because there's no way (laughs) this is going to go into a pocket without physically putting it in there. And I'm looking around at the other guys and Ryan Applin's dying, right? He thinks this is hilarious because I'm the first Uh idiot who has to touch a pheasant. Uh And here I am trying to drop it in. It's not going to drop in. I said, uh, Stan, what do I do? He said, Brandon, grab the bird, put it in my jacket. It takes one second. (laughs) You were getting on his nerves. (laughs) So I'm like, oh God, oh God. I grabbed the pheasant, put it in his jacket. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to do that either. We ended up doing okay, and I believe I'm addicted to hunting. Like, I love it. The experience being out there early in the morning, the idea of going through and all that stuff. So we get back to the Mallard Lodge, and we're going to have lunch, right? And uh, I I realize after the fact, because the, the young lady who was helping there in the kitchen area of the lodge, her name was Kayla. 
And she came up to me at the very end. Most of the other people had kind of walked off. And she said, Brandon, I almost sat you at that table over there. And I look over and there's a table across the entire room on the wall. And it looks like a kid table. Hmm. And I said, because you were going to put me at the kid table because I don't fit. And she said, no, because I didn't think you could handle hearing them eat. Oh, she listens my to the goodness. show. Yes. And she was afraid that me sitting there in a room that was relatively quiet was going to fry me out. How did you do? Oddly enough, I don't know if we just had good eaters with good manners or what. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Because she's right. But Kayla said she turned the music up a little bit louder to kind of drown out some of the sound. Now that is a precious listener. That right there. Yeah, she wow. got some points right there. So big thank you to Stan Jones and uh, Jan out there at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. Thanks to the Chancellor, Kelly Dampfus, and the new athletic director, Tom Bowen, Ryan Applin, for being such, uh, you know, we all just had a great time. Yeah. And we kind of bonded, and it was a really fun day out there. And on the A-State side, because Stan Jones is a big A-State alumni and, and a big supporter. Um, like the, the whole idea behind this new AD, right? And his vision for what they're going to do and how they want to do things differently because every program gets to a point where all of a sudden you need to take it yeah. in a little bit different direction. I sat there listening to Tom Bowen and Ryan Applin talk about the football program under Butch Jones. And I'm like, you know what? I am fired up. Yeah. Like I'm really excited about the future of what's going to happen here with Arkansas. That's State. awesome. So anyway, it was a big weekend. If you missed any of the, uh, the photos or the videos, me shooting a gun. It's good guys. Y'all need to watch it. You're proud of me. weren't oh, you? Oh, wait a minute. Where'd you get the hat? Uh, that's a Stan Jones Mallard Lodge hat. Did you like it? Yeah. I can only wear one hat in the entire world. That's not the one because of the way my head is. <laughs> and I didn't realize that until after the fact, yeah, but you have good. to wear orange when you're hunting. Right. So they have all kinds of other gear. I'm probably going to go broke buying gear, Uh huh. but uh, official hunter. I'm officially a man. Mark it down. March 29th. Brandon <laughs> Baxter becomes a man at the age wow. of almost 44. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So have you ever seen one of those deals and thought, um, hey, I think I want to go out and try to find something that would get me this reward money? Yeah. Lost dog reward, mm-hmm. 250 bucks. Lady Gaga, when her dogs were dog napped. Mm-hmm. What was it? Like 250,000 or yeah, something, like, something that? like that. So have you ever been tempted to, to you see a reward is, is available or uh, something like that and you're trying to cash in? Easy money. Mm-hmm. So let me go and tell you this uh, reward story and let me know if you'd be happy with the way this turned out. So a woman works at Goodwill in Oklahoma and you know how people kind of just take boxes of stuff and sometimes it's like, uh, this has been in the attic forever. Here's some clothes. We'll take mm-hmm. it to Goodwill and help families in need. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. We did that the last time we moved. We took all kinds of stuff, toys and clothes and stuff like that. So this woman's going through a box of sweaters that this family didn't need anymore. And as the woman's going through the box of sweaters, she realizes that somebody has tucked away cash inside these sweaters. Mm. And it's not like here's 20 bucks. Here's even a hundred bucks. The woman, as she's going through and and taking the money out of these sweaters, realizes that she has collected $42,000. Oh my goodness. That was tucked away in sweaters that were then dropped off at Goodwill. So this is where you have that uh, the morality of the employee, Oof. right? Like, what do you do if you're that employee? This person, being a big person who believes in karma and doing things that are right, was able to go back and trace who dropped off the box of sweaters and give them the money back. Wow. $42,000. Which is amazing. Yeah. Right? The whole idea behind that. If you were to find $42,000... You work at Goodwill, it's in the box of clothes, it's in the sweaters. Would you say anything or would you immediately walk out and quit? No, I would not immediately walk out and quit. Oh, you would. No, me either. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hard. Uh Would it not cross your mind for a second? I'm the kind of person that would be like, I bet they're setting me up. They're they're testing me to see what I'm going to do. Kelly, you have $42,000 in your hand. If you say, hey, I got to go to lunch, I'll be back, and you never show back up, nobody would even know. They dropped it off. It doesn't matter. You know what I believe in? Finders keepers. Losers weepers. You lose it? Hey, man, it's your fault. Because just like karma, like what you said. Uh, uh, I ain't buying uh, that. I'm keeping it. I don't care if you buy it or not, but. I'm going and doing something. I'm going to spend it. 
it's coming for you. I'd look and see if there were cameras. If there are no cameras, I'm out of there. I am taken off. You find forty two grand. <laughs> Finders keepers. Wow. You dropped it off. That's a great donation to Goodwill. Thank you very much. They donated forty two thousand dollars without knowing it. Yeah. So here's what they did. They're excited that the employee gives back the forty two grand, which you can imagine, right? So uh, they decide they want to give this employee a reward for finding the money. Gosh, yeah, I'd give him a bunch of it. Yeah, one thousand bucks. Huh? Hang on. One thousand. That's all they they gave him. That's it. Well, unless they had some specific bill to pay. No, that's it. One thousand. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I were the employee, I would be kicking myself today. I would be like, you, you little cheapskate. I just got you forty two grand, and right. you gave me a measly one thousand. What about five grand? I just settled for five. You just settled. I thought five would have been fine. The other option is I could have ran off with forty two, and you'd have been, you'd have had nothing back. See what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I do. Maybe you're right. What do you think? Would you be upset? They give you a thousand bucks. You're at your job. You're just doing what is the right thing to do. But are you still disappointed with the thousand? Be honest. Maybe a little. Exactly. That's why I believe finders, keepers, losers, weepers. <laughs> Quit that job and hit the door. Wow. I am out of here. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I just realized I got a text from the good doctor. What? Wait, which which one's the good doctor? Because you have a lot of nicknames for people. No, the good doctor. Dr. Shane Spites. Oh, oh. He's asking me now that I'm an official hunter if I'm ready to go out and do some duck hunting. Shane, don't encourage him. As a matter of fact, I was watching that last night on YouTube. Oh, now you're watching hunting videos. I was. From the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. I promise I was watching it. Y'all are creating a monster. And I'm going to get me some of those calls, those duck calls. I'm not sure if Shane Spites has invited me to go hunting or or if he's just asking me. (laughs) I'm just going to say I'm in and see what he says. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. As opposed to me paying for hunting, I'm just going to go along. He only wants to go if everything's paid for, everybody. I just want to go if you need a good guest who can be entertainment. Oh, that's what you're calling yourself. I'll be the entertainment. Hmm, okay. Well worth the trip. So anybody who's scheduling hunting, should I, should I maybe drop the T? Hunting? Hunting? Do you drop it? Well, I don't think there's a lot of people around here that go, we're going to go hunting today. Is it? Yeah, don't say that. Yeah, we're going to go hunting. Hunting? Yeah, not hunting. I'm gonna, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go hunting. You might be losing your man points saying hunting. We'll see if the good doctor tells me. Uh, he said, I'm invited. <gasps> I am invited oh, by the Shane. good doctor. But to dress warmly, I'm going to get me some ducks. He doesn't even realize I used to play duck hunt no. on the original Nintendo. No, I don't think that that matters. I was good at duck hunt on the original <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know that Brandon was good at Duck Hunt on the Nintendo? You know, the weird thing about that was, though, is you still had to plug in that gun into the the Nintendo. It had a wire. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, anyway, I'll be a big duck hunter, and if you need help taking out pheasants. Okay. I'm pretty good at pheasants. You thought pheasants were at... Or girls on Friday. You what? thought you you said that you thought that pheasants you're going hunting for girls. <laughs> okay. Well that's the reason I accepted the invitation. I, I know. Just don't tell my wife. <laughs> Did you know if all seven billion people on the planet played in a single elimination rock, paper, scissors tournament, you'd only need to win thirty three games to become the champion. Really? Yeah. That's that doesn't sound right, Kelly. Well, it's right. That doesn't sound. Did right. you know when the movie Bad Boys was first being developed, the plan was to have John Lovitz and Dana Carvey as the stars, but after some rewrites and changes to the film, it wound up being Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. I can't imagine Random. it any other I know. way. Yeah. And did you know, according to an interview with Walt Disney in 1933, Mickey and Minnie Mouse are married. Are they? Yeah. I did not know that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Welcome to Monday. We appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. If you missed any of my hunting stuff, there's proof I did something manly over the weekend. 
and it's up on my Instagram. Well, and we, we do need proof from you, so I am glad you did give us that. Yeah, it's not every day I do something mm-hmm. manly. Yeah. So you guys, especially those of you who have listened for a long time, <laughs> if you've listened for 20 years, this might be the first time I've ever done something manly. I mean, this is a treat, guys. It is, is a treat. So, uh, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Instagram and on Facebook, my hunting look. I looked like a hunter. I was kind of proud of my boots. My boots kind of fit. And hmm. My Columbia thing kind of fit a little bit. I got yeah. me some new Levi's to go. Oh. Dude, I was I was so <laughs> ready to hunt. That's good. I failed to mention that uh, the athletic director of Arkansas State, Tom Bowen, he's from California, has never hunted before, oh, so has he, never held a gun before. He might have been kind of nervous, too. He was extremely nervous. <laughs> and his wife and Ryan Applin's wife were all like, wait a minute, we're all being set up we every wife thought we were being set up like there's no way that we were really invited to go hunting right and so tom and i are walking side by side at one point about to get over to take a little bit of a break and as he's walking out of the the high um grass or whatever it was whatever you call it weeds no it was like corn or something or rice corn i don't know what it was (laughs) I'll have to ask Stan you don't know Jones. What corn stalks look like? No, I don't know for sure because <laughs> they were kind of dead. They're kind of dead. Okay, a snake wrapped around his boot. Uh-uh. And if you would have seen no. the way he was dancing around trying to get that snake away from him, <laughs> here's a California guy in the middle of the woods <laughs> yeah. in Arkansas with a snake wrapped around his boot. Welcome to Arkansas. I said that at one point. <laughs> I said, "Who would have thought when you took this job you'd be out here doing this?" Yeah, and he's like, oh, "I would have never thought it." <laughs> But it was a whole bunch of fun. So Good. Again, that's all up on my Instagram and on Facebook. Just search Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here's Eric Church. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So again, this Goodwill employee is going through a box of sweaters, finds $42,000 inside the sweaters, right? And decides to do the right thing and uh, basically researches a person, gives the money back. The person who should have done a huge reward only gave 1000 bucks. They were out initially $42,000. If this woman wasn't honest, she could have ran off, quit her job, and they would have never realized it. That's true. So I would say, because of that, if you run into that type of money, you have to consider what if the person I give it back to is cheap. Like you. <laughs> oh, there's the question. If you lost forty two thousand mm-hmm. dollars and someone found it, would you give a reward? I would have to give a reward. But how much? <laughs> it would have been less, wouldn't it? No, it'd be I'd probably do twenty thousand. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I did fifty percent of it, twenty one thousand. Right, no, I don't think so. So here's the deal. Pretend you're the Goodwill employee, right? You're there. You realize there's 42,000 bucks. You look up, you look around, there's no cameras. Do you A, give the money back or do you B, take the money and run? Now, I'm taking the money. What? Right. You said finders, keepers, losers, weepers. 100%. I'm out of there. Well, Cindy on Facebook says, I found a coach wallet this weekend in Mississippi in the bathroom. I opened it. It had a wad of cash, credit cards, etc. I glanced in it, closed it, and took it to the closest worker. Where it went from there, I don't know, but my conscience was clean. And then she adds, the coach wallet was really nice. So she was tempted. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm saying she's tempted. She's letting us know. I mean, it was, it was nice. And what's her name? Cindy. Cindy. Let me give you some advice from my good friend, Steve Miller. Oh, wow. You know what you should have done, Cindy? (laughs) 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 Hit the road, Cindy. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be gone. (laughs) Have that bad karma chasing you, too. I ain't worried about that. Okay, I probably would. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, son of a gun. No, legit. Let's say, because here's what would happen to me. I'd think I was going to keep it. Then I'd feel bad. Yeah. But it'd be so many days later, I couldn't give it back. Yeah. I just have to keep it. Yeah. Never spend it. And I'd be worried, oh my gosh, what if they catch me, right? Yeah. Here we go. go on, take the money and run. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Go on, take the money and run. 
What would you do? It's up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Oscar Mayer is doing something different. And so many of these brands and food are doing things different and coming out with different flavors and different things that people will talk about Mm -hmm. to market their brand. So Oscar Mayer has come out with shoelaces that look like bacon. Okay. <laughs> so imagine the the average ordinary shoelace, but it's the color of bacon, a little bit red, a little bit white, like the fatty in there. Of course, at the ends, you have the shoelace little, what do you call yeah. it? The plastic covered parts. The wild thing about this is not only are these Oscar Mayer shoelaces looking like bacon, they also smell like bacon as well. They have a bacon <laughs> fragrance on now, your shoe. I love bacon. I love bacon. I, I mean, too. just like everybody else, but I... I don't think I would want to smell like bacon, like as I walked around. I don't know either. And here's what I was thinking. Let's say, because like a lot of people love the smell of bacon. Like, ooh, it smells like bacon here. It smells so good. Yeah. That's okay. So maybe you love the smell of bacon. Here's the issue that comes with the smell of bacon. Dogs, cats, squirrels, all these other wild animals. As you're walking down (gasps) the street, can you imagine? They'll be chasing you. (laughs) It's a disaster. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you can hear all about how I finally have my man card. It's only taken 44 years almost to get it, mm-hmm. but I have it now. Yeah. I'm proud Plus, of you. I you know, went hunting over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go through the entire experience and the embarrassing parts as well. That's on the podcast today. Plus, Kelly gives us details on her big weekend in Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. She went down there for a hot time, and uh, we talk about that. And what would you do if you found $42,000 and there were no cameras around? Would you take the money and run like I would? <laughs> you or feel would, bad. Or would you give it back? That's the big question today. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? March Madness continues with the first half of the Elite Eight. Houston versus Oregon State tonight. Also, Baylor versus Arkansas. That's a big game. Mm -hmm. We have American Idol on tonight. The Voice, the battle rounds begin at the third season finale of Bulletproof. The series premiere of VH1 Couples Retreat. The sixth season premiere of Running Wild with Bear Grylls on the National Geographic Channel. Tonight's schedule also includes Debris and The Good Doctor. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.